Welcome to the Combed Education Podcast. Let's talk hair. This is Anna's guys. Uh, welcome, welcome. Happy Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. I don't know what day you're listening to this on, but happy day to you. Um, I'm your host. If you guys don't know who I am at this point, I am really sorry that <laughs> I haven't done a great job. Uh, but for those of you that are curious, my name is Anna's Nelson. Um, I'm the founder of Combed Education huge fan of this industry been in it for 21 years absolutely obsessed love hairdressers and i feel very very called to help in sharing knowledge and helping you all level up your skill set your mindset um i've been called a friend and mentor an industry auntie a bitch a sweetheart you know all of it either way i don't care because at the end of the day i care about you and your growth and uh yeah so today we're going to talk a little chemically we're gonna get a little sciencey Uh, I'm going to keep it short and sweet, uh, but we're going to talk about ammonia versus MEA and what is the difference. Um, This is a big one because there's a lot of confusion around this and there's a lot of fluff around this. So we've all seen different color manufacturers produce color that's ammonia free, right? PPD free, ammonia free. Um, The marketing and push behind this movement has been monumental, this whole ammonia free movement. Having hairdressers believe that one is better than the other like mea is better than ammonia or ammonia is better than mea see you have to understand that when it comes to color manufacturers marketing matters and you have to um as a manufacturer you have to create a problem and then offer the solution to said problem sometimes the problems aren't really problems sometimes a new product gets launched and needs a good story you follow my drift okay So here's the story about ammonia versus MEA. It goes a little something like this. Let's talk about the problem. Ammonia is a harsh chemical. Ammonia can cause a severe chemical reaction. Ammonia is bad for the hair. Oh, it's got a strong order. It must be bad for the hair. It's bad for your health. Ammonia is bad. Let's talk about, here's a solution. MEA. MEA is the solution, AKA monoethanolamine. So MEA is apparently a magic solution these days with claims that it's organic, natural, less abrasive, and so on. But here's the thing. I personally, me, Aras, as a hairdresser, I love working with a color that uses ammonia as the alkalizing agent. But I also love working with a color that uses MEA as the alkalizing agent. So my issue is this, that most of us don't really know the difference between the two and when to use what. We just buy into the marketing and the fluff of it. And that's like the the worst thing we could do, right? As hairdressers, as professionals, we need to be educated and understand what we're working with, not just what the story that's being told to us is. Um, And so let me break this down as simply as I can in the best way that I understand it so that maybe you can get some clarity, make an informed choice and, and use what you want. So both MEA and ammonia are alkalizing agents used in hair colors, okay? So during the hair coloring process, an alkalizing agent is necessary because what it does is it helps soften and swell the cuticle layers so that the dyes can penetrate into the cortex of the hair. So when a hair color is advertised as ammonia-free, the alkalizing agent is typically MEA, sometimes AMP. So let's talk about ammonia. Okay, ammonia is a gas-based alkalizing chemical, which means that it evaporates and dissipates in a short amount of time. It's a gas, okay? It's highly efficient in swelling the cuticle layers and raising the cuticle layers because it provides the alkalinity needed 
to deliver the color molecules into the cortex. So it's this combination of the alkalinity from ammonia plus the oxygen and peroxide from the developer mixed with the dye intermediaries that this whole dance of lift and deposit occurs. That dance happens more efficiently with ammonia. It's more efficient in swelling the cuticle layers. So did you know this? Fewer than 1% of people actually have had an allergy or sensitivity to ammonia. Literally less than 1%. So it does have a strong odor. Ammonia has a strong odor. However, it usually dissipates within a few minutes of mixing it with peroxide. The molecular weight of ammonia is 17. And the percentage of ammonia in hair color ranges from 1.5% ammonia in darker shades to up to 3.5 or 4% in ultralifts. Okay, so that's the little, little blurb on ammonia for you. Now, MEA. Let's talk about monoethanolamine. MEA is a liquid-based alkalizing chemical. So differing from ammonia, because ammonia is a gas and can dissipate, MEA is like an oil, right? It must be removed from the hair. So funny, some manufacturers who produce MEA-based color will often have a shampoo that is recommended to wash out the hair color. These shampoos almost always contain ammonium hydroxide, which is the liquid form of ammonia to remove residual MEA. Just, again, marketing guys, pay attention. So residual MEA that's left in the hair, like if you don't use the proper shampoo to get this hair color out, this MEA-based hair color out, it can cause progressive darkening and dull the hair, okay? MEA can swell the cuticle layers, but it's not as efficient in delivering the dye molecules into the cortex. MEA is odorless, but please know, please, please, please just pay attention here, that just because something does not smell, it does not mean it's still not a chemical. It does not mean it still doesn't have chemical properties, okay? Just because MEA is odorless, it doesn't mean it's not a chemical. So the fact that it is odorless is one of the main marketing points with MEA-based permanent color, alluding to the fact that because there's no smell, it's not quote-unquote bad for the hair. The molecular weight of MEA is 61. So because of its larger size, the molecular weight is the size of the molecule. So remember, ammonia was, I'm going back to my notes to make sure I say the right thing. Ammonia's molecular weight is 17. MEA molecular weight is 61. So because of its larger size, MEA-based permanent colors cannot fracture melanin and lighten the hair efficiently enough to get a vi vibrant and bright result or adequate gray coverage. My opinion, okay? You may love your MEA-based color for gray coverage, sweet. Um, so the percentage of MEA in hair color ranges from 6% in darker shades to over 10% in lighter shades, okay? So the biggest difference between ammonia and MEA is basically the medium in which they exist. One is a gas, one is a liquid, and it's their fumes, the smell. Both are alkalizing agents, both are chemicals, and in my personal opinion, when it comes to permanent hair color, when I need some lifting action, I would choose a color that is ammonia-based through and through. I feel that I get substantially better results. When it comes to a demi-permanent color, I can often reach for an MEA-based color because I don't want any lift and I want a soft and subtle grow out. I don't need the lifting ability of um, ammonia when I'm trying to do a demi-color application. So 
the whole point of it is this. As long as you know the main differences between the chemicals, you have the power to choose which to use, when to use it, why to use it. There's a time and a place for every hair color option. All I'm saying is don't buy into the sales-driven fluff. Know your shit, know it well. Because at the end of the day, like I said at the top of this episode, when it comes to marketing and manufacturing, there needs to be a problem and that manufacturer needs to have the solution. Sometimes problems are created out of thin air. And we all like buy into it without even reading on it or understanding it. So um, this goes back to really understanding our chemicals. And even further, understanding what the fuck we're doing every day behind the chair. Understanding the hair, understanding the chemicals, understanding the laws. If you guys don't know this already, you know that I have the fundamentals course coming um, within combed education, which is all about the fundamentals of hair and hair color. Um, I think it's so important that we have to understand what we're doing. Because if we don't fully understand the canvas and what it contributes and how it's, it works and the chemicals and what they do and how they work and the laws and what can be broken and what can't like if we don't know all of that we're going to fall into the trap of marketing love stories with manufacturers and we're going to be like oh yeah and then we're all going to fight each other thinking no my manufacturer is right yours is wrong yours is right my, no it's all good shit guys it's all good stuff you just got to know what the difference is between all of it okay know your shit know it well until next time, happy hair coloring. Oh, and by the way, go to uh, combededucation.com slash fundamentals if you want to learn more.